everybody. Welcome to Car Keegs. I'm Lizzie Keegan. And I'm Karen Cadova. And this is your Commute TV Talk podcast. Woo-hoo! But what is a commute anyway? Nothing. Unless you're an essential I've... worker. Thanks so much for all you do. That's true. Thank you for commuting for us. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another episode of Car Keegs. We are going to be talking about one of the best shows to hit Netflix in a long time, if you ask me. Okay, there's my opinion. Wow. Um, <laughs> huh. immediate, like, overstatements from Lizzie. Okay. It's early. Um, also, I just, I love doing shows like this where I'm like, what is the theme song of this? Like, what are people going to have just heard? Oh, it's like, do, do, do. There's like, like, what's that called? Like, it's not an accordion, a xylophone. Yikes. It's a xylophone? Yeah. <laughs> like I just pictured one of those chimes. like uh, Fisher Price. Yeah. Fisher Price xylophones <laughs> that kids play with. Or a Glockenspiel. A Glockenspiel. I really hope that's how they made this. Okay. <laughs> we are talking about Cheer. <laughs> Cheer is a TV show that hit Netflix um, in January. Mm-hmm. It's six episodes, it's one season, though there are much, much, there are much, there is much. <laughs> desire for more seasons of Mm -hmm. this show cheer is a reality show and i'll be honest when i saw it on netflix i thought it was a fictionalized like high school cheerleading story and i was like oh not interested at all Mm. but it's a documentary that follows a cheerleading squad in texas yeah navarro texas Texas. navarro texas i'm sorry i'm sorry navarro i can't believe i pulled that out i have not seen this in months (laughs) I'm actually pretty surprised, too. <laughs> so, uh, spoiler alert, if you hadn't seen it, we will spoil what happens in the end. But I think it's worth re-watching or going back and watching. Mm-hmm. But Karen may not agree. So, Karen, what was your experience watching the show? So, I I didn't know about this until I saw, I saw some chatter on Twitter about it. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then I saw, a obviously, a BuzzFeed article about it. Obviously. Um, obviously. And it's like one of those posts of like... 20 reasons you need to watch cheer right now. And at the same time I was going out of town for just some meetings and I was going to be like, I was going to be on a flight that had a layover in Charlotte for like an hour. And so I just had hours and hours to kill. And so cheer was the perfect thing to fill that time. So I watched the whole series over the course of, I think, well, actually over a week, that's actually pretty normal for like six hours worth of content. But uh, yeah, so that was my experience with it. And I, I also didn't know anything about it. I would not probably, it's hard to know for sure. I don't think I would have been turned off if it was a fictional series. I am really drawn to any performance based sports slash activities. And so I really mm-hmm. like shows about like theater and about cheerleading and about any sort of thing like that. So I think I might've been interested had it been fictional, but I loved that it was a documentary more. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How did you watch it? When did you watch it? All those things. I watched it, I think, in... Oh, actually, I just remembered when I watched it. Okay. Yeah. I watched it in February. Wow. Right around the time you and I saw each other mm-hmm. at our conference. Because I had just watched Last Chance You. Have you ever watched you Last Chance first? You? Last Chance You? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know that it's, it's like the same producers, right? It's the same producers, but it came out years ago. Oh, yeah, Last Chance You is about is four seasons 
and two seasons. Cool. The first two seasons follow one team, and uh-huh. then the second two seasons follow another football team. Mm-hmm. And it is phenomenal. Wow. I don't understand how I didn't watch it before. We, I'm going to add that to our list. Mm-hmm. But... I got into it, and my roommate watched it with me, and we loved it. She's not really a sports person. My old roommate. Mm -hmm. She's not really a sports person, but she loved it. And her boyfriend at the time, now fiancé, was obsessed Mm -hmm. with it. And so we would all watch it together. And actually, I was, like, watching it while I was really sick in February. The Mm -hmm. reason I gasped when I realized that is because, like, my mom is still convinced to this day that I had COVID-19 when I was sick in February. But maybe I'll get an antibodies test and find out. What Did you get sick if? from that? I don't think so. Okay. I Yeah, I haven't been sick since January. There's no wood anywhere near me. I can't knock on it. Uh, I shouldn't say things like that. Our mutual boss at the time mm-hmm. and I both had the same sickness hmm. for like a week, and it had a lot of COVID-like symptoms. Weird. But anyway, my mom is convinced. I'm not so convinced. But I remember laying on my couch, coughing my brains out, feeling disgusting, watching Last Chance You. So I finished Last Chance You, <laughs> and I was like, I need to watch something like this. Yeah. I need to watch something like this. And, and there then it was. Uh, pops cheer. And it's like, I, I was interested. Like I told you, I first thought it was like about high school cheerleading, and I was like, ooh, like a fiction uh-huh. show. And then... I saw that it was made by the people who made Last Chance You, and I was like, I'm in. And then it's about a community college, which yeah. is way more interesting to me than high school. Uh-huh. And so I jumped in. I was fascinated, and I watched it, I think, in like four days. Mm-hmm. And I was, by the final episode, I was literally on the edge of my seat. I mean, I was like sitting on my knees on my couch, <laughs> like g- gripping the edge of my couch during the last episode because I was so excited and anxious. Oh my gosh. We took very opposite positions while feeling the same things. I was like laying on the couch on my side, parallel to the TV, but I don't think I moved the whole time in 40 minutes. (laughs) Like when I got up, my ear was like purple from having been like laying so hard on my side, but it was the same, like what's going to happen? Same level of just being so engaged. I was like um, practically nauseous. I was so anxious. I was, my roommate had watched the first episode with me, but then she didn't like it as much. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, if she comes home while I'm sitting like this, she is going to like laugh. <laughs> I mean, you would have thought that I knew someone in, yeah. a, in that final episode and that it was a live competition because Ugh. I was just, it was like when I watch <sighs> my nationals play baseball, mm. that is like the level of. Are you for real? That I was, yeah. It was the same as the Nationals. So engaged. (laughs) Maybe not the level of fandom, but the level of anxiety. You know. Yeah. Now you didn't have a cheer shirt or anything. (laughs) No, I don't have any cheer paraphernalia. (laughs) So, who is your favorite person on the show? Calling them character feels very weird. That doesn't feel Um, right. But who's your favorite person on the show? I love Monica. Ah, Coach Monica. Do they call her something? I, th- I think they just call her Monica. They don't have like a name yeah. for her. No, but I don't yeah. think so. Gosh, it was just, it was so fun. I had a coach like that. I did color oh. guard with the marching band in high school and we didn't quite have the same like maternal relationship at all, but she, it was the same thing of like in practice, like she would not mess around. Like you hit the marks and you do it and you get it right. And if you don't get it right, then we do it again until you do Like it was just the same discipline and mentality. That's really shaped a lot of how I live still in terms of working hard mm. and, um, 
you know, like the importance of the details and everything, but like off camera, you see Monica being just so compassionate and so caring and so willing to fight for her people. And my coach was just the same way, like off, you know, not off camera, but like not on the mat. Like we would, there was a lot of love and care that I, that we knew we could expect from her. And so I just, I love, I love Monica. I love seeing that in her and being reminded of people in my past who have been like that. And she's just so good at what she does. I also love her background. Like she's just such an interesting person with her degree in, was it in finance or business? Yeah. She was a businesswoman of some kind. Yeah. And I just think that's like, she's just doing such a cool thing and bringing those skills into that to coordinate the choreography and make sure that it hits all the marks. Like, I just think that's brilliant. And I loved seeing that. Who's your favorite? I just have to say, I love Monica. Okay. Uh, just a strong woman leader. Yeah. It's just like, she was awesome Ugh. and like really tough, but really empathetic. Loved her. Right. And like without losing her femininity in it, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Right. That's so true. I mean, even like she would always come like really well dressed to practice mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Also, I feel like if we ever do an episode of Last Chance You, that would be a really interesting conversation about coaching styles mm-hmm. because the coaches on Last Chance You are horrible and terrifying people. They're like... Really? really, really mean, really, really mean to their players. And it's led me to have all these conversations with people about coaching styles and like what is acceptable mm-hmm. when you're coaching young people. Um, and Monica is just like so tough, but so great and loving. Yeah. She's never mean. Mm-hmm. She's very, very tough, yeah. but she's never mean. She doesn't make things personal. Exactly. Like there's she's never always, belittling. Always a separation yeah. of skill versus person. Yeah. Yeah, she's never belittling of the people and never talks down to them. She's just tough. Right. My favorite character, I thought for sure you were going to say this because I feel like he's America's favorite character. Favorite person is Jerry. Oh my gosh, Jerry is so great. Jerry is (laughs) just so (laughs) dang lovable. Yeah. Yes. And his Matt talk when mm-hmm. he's like encouraging everybody else and yeah. he's just so sweet and so kind and oh my gosh. I just was like, I want to be friends with you. I love you. He do you know what Cameo is? Yeah. He's like $150 <laughs> on Cameo and I just think that's so funny that he's like making bank by sending people videos of himself doing Matt talk for what them. What a career. Which is so, so funny. But he just seems really, really great and his backstory was really cool. Yeah. And I mean, hard, but cool. And then, I mean, I was just, like, loving how much the world was obsessed with him. There is an amazing video out there video out there that you have to find if you haven't seen it. Ellen had the cast of Cheer on her show. Mm-hmm. And then she sent Jerry as her red carpet person to yeah. the Golden Globes. So perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Watching famous people get excited about seeing him, mm-hmm. like... My two favorite, like Kathy Bates was obsessed with him. and I did not see her. I think Laura Dern was obsessed with him. And then the best one was that Lin-Manuel Miranda was like, I know who you are. And Jerry's like, what? You know who I am? And he's like, yeah. And then Lin's like, we're still watching. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh my like gosh. they hadn't finished the season yet. It was so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so I just love Jerry. I think he's so sweet and so fun. And I I, I mean, like, that's just, I, I'm always really impressed with documentary makers. Like, they must just have so much footage that they don't use. Oh, my and, gosh. Like, 
so many storylines, but like they couldn't have known how great his story arc was going to be in terms of like trying to get on the mat and then getting on it and then losing it and then getting, I mean, he just had Mm -hmm. such an interesting story arc. So, yeah, I'm always um, so fascinated by documentary makers because like, how do they know who to follow? Like they could have just as easily followed Texas tech. I think they were the other team. You know, like why, why Navarro? How did they have the vision or the foresight to think like, I bet this team is worth watching. Cause I, I would have, we'll go, we already did the spoiler alert, right? Yeah. Right. I, it would have been worth watching even if they had not won, you know? Just oh, the, absolutely. The team is so compelling, but it's just like, I just don't like documentary makers, just always filmmakers, whatever. I keep wanting to call them documentary artists. And like, that's just not <laughs> I a mean, phrase, but kind of are though. Definitely art creators but anyways like I, it's just it's a fascinating thing to me yeah it's a really I, I really do think it's a it's an un honored to me skill set like yeah. undervalued skill set to be able to just like film something and then like find the story in it yeah is really incredible right who was anybody that you didn't like any least favorite people or characters uh uh-huh. I had two. Ooh. uh one and I I was watching this with the mindset of like taking mental notes for car keeks. And so <laughs> I already had a least amazing. favorite character picked out, which I then felt bad about in the last episode. My least favorite, I think his name is Austin. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you've seen Cheer. He ruins everything. <laughs> he, he gets, so if you've seen Cheer, he gets hurt at Daytona at the big competition. Oh my gosh. I was losing my mind. And like, I could not believe that happened. And I like my, I'm getting, I'm getting, um, anxious again. Yeah. I'm getting, I have to like slow down. My heart's beating faster, but like he gets hurt. And then I felt really bad for him being my least favorite, but he is the one, they seem to have this rule, which I hate this demo, this democracy vibe in practice where anybody can say anything at any point drives me crazy because nobody what do you mean like so during practice on the documentary they would just be like monica can i say something to everybody and like the answer would be yes austin oh. said so many things about the season he's like you guys if you have a bad attitude there's the door if you don't want to be here there's the door and i'm like austin shut up like nobody needs to hear this from you <laughs> like d- who cares your opinion is so unimportant and it's not him like anybody that's not the coach does not need to be given a microphone to say things like that because it's just not helpful like it's not encouraging it wastes time it it no this should not be a democracy in this way this is not a forum do that after practice so i just thought he was so obnoxious and so self-important and like everybody needs to hear my motivation when it's like actually you're not actually you're not you're not saying anything of substance you're saying like very cliched things and, like, he was the one, SNL did an amazing spoof of this. Uh, he was the one in the last episode, they'd gone to Bubba Gump's, uh, is that what it's called? The, like, Forest Gump. Shrimp place. Shrimp place, yeah. yeah they yeah. went to Bubba Gump's for dinner, which I was like, oh, my gosh, what a ridiculous place. But <laughs> he, like, saw a quote on the wall of the restaurant and brought it to this, like, prep meeting. He's like, you guys, just like Bubba Gump says, like, something, something, something. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. And SNL picked up on that. And it was like, follow your dreams, everybody, or something. Like, you just have to go that see. That is so funny. This, the, the sketch that they did on SNL for Cheer was great. So that was my first. And my second, I won't say as much about him, is just Gabby's parents, specifically her dad, he was so the worst mean and like they just weren't listening to their kid and like he was so demanding and I thought it was unfair because they just weren't recognizing what she was good at doing and they just seemed to only care about the business and so anyways but they were like kind of made out to be the villains anyways so yeah 
Yeah, I was going to say just Gabby's whole family yeah. are my least favorites. I actually don't really like Gabby that much either. Yeah. She didn't have a lot of redemptive qualities. She, we just kind of felt sorry for her. Yeah. Gabby's just not that likable of a likable of a person to me. And I know we're supposed to feel bad for her with how her parents treat her, mm-hmm. but she's just not that likable of a person in general to me. And she just seemed really like, she just seemed really, really driven by fame. Yeah. Not by success at gymnastics, which is, a, and cheer, mm-hmm. which is different to me. Like she seemed more to be like chasing whatever opportunity could give her the most, you know, Instagram followers and YouTube followers, which I was like, not a fan of that. Yeah. I love your hot take on Austin in light of what (laughs) eventually happens to him. That is amazing that you were already annoyed with him. Yeah. (laughs) And then I felt bad because, you know, nobody should get hurt. Oh my gosh. What a moment at the end. Um, We'll talk about that in a second, but uh, what was your favorite relationship? I really liked the relationship between Morgan and Coach Monica. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like it was just, it was, you know, among the many reasons why Monica is so great as a coach, as a person, like I, I just, gosh, it was just so good to see the way that Monica believed in Morgan. And I just felt like that was so empowering for Morgan and helped her accomplish more than she would have ever thought possible. And it's just like that, I think, is the value of having a coach. Like, it's not getting to first place. It's making people believe in themselves that they can accomplish great things. And so it was just beautiful to see that play out. Yeah. Also, I just think the cool – it was really cool hearing Morgan's backstory and mm-hmm. seeing, like, the lack of a maternal figure in her life. Yeah. And so the way Monica, like, fulfills that was really, really special. Right. Again, I'm going to switch these questions up a little bit, but mm-hmm. what was your least favorite plot line or backstory? Probably Gabby's uh-huh. backstory, just for the reasons that we already said. Like, I think she stumbled onto some fame accidentally, which becoming famous as a kid is Oof. so complicated. And, like, I remember in sec- second grade desperately wanting to be famous and, like, <laughs> thank goodness I didn't because I just... I. I would have been a monster had I become famous at such an early age. But I don't really, I didn't as much, I didn't have a least favorite plot line as much as the organization of the show was so interesting to me. So at the same time that I was watching it for the first time, I also started watching it with my older sister. And so I was re-watching episodes from the beginning before I had seen the end for the first time. Hmm. And the way that they organize the backstories is that they go, they do a deep dive on... Morgan and another character. I can't remember his name. Ladarius. Yes. Thank you. Good, good pull. So Morgan and Ladarius, they do both of their backstories twice. Yep. And I just remember feeling confused about that. And I remember asking my sister, Caffeine, Kathleen, our producer, like, have we already watched this? And it was just because the way they organized it was a little weird. And yes, that they did like, I totally agree. two different deep dives. So that was my least favorite plot line, just in the way they pulled that together. But neither of their backstories were like my least favorite at all. Yeah, I I was a little confused, too, like, because if I remember correctly, there's six episodes, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, yes, there's two, they go into Morgan's story twice and Ladarius' story twice. And then Jerry's once and Gabby's once. Mm -hmm. But then I think there's one episode, at least, where they don't do anybody's backstory. I think. I think maybe like the first episode or something. But I just, I'm saying, like, it it, like, it didn't, it would have made more sense to, like, have one person's backstory each episode would have just made more sense to me what okay so that yeah we don't really have like a least favorite backstory or plot exactly just kind of the way they did it but what Mm -hmm. was your favorite backstory or plot to hear about 
I think Morgan's was really interesting and like really dark. So I feel weird saying that it's my favorite, <laughs> but yeah, I think for her seeing the redemption, I feel like she had the most growth of any character, mm-hmm. not necessarily yep. from start to finish, but from the beginning of the story that they let us in on to where she was at the end of the series. Like I think she really becomes a leader Yeah. by the end of the show, by the end of the first season. And so I think all of that together, her, backstory was my favorite yeah how about you uh my favorite is kind of weird my favorite is Ladarius and the reason I say that is because I mean I agree that Morgan's was kind of more like interesting in some ways and so Jerry's was pretty interesting but Ladarius his backstory helped me like him the most not like him the most, but like more than I would have without it. Like Jerry was likable without his backstory. Yeah. Like Morgan was likable without her backstory. Ladarius was really difficult and mm-hmm. I didn't really like him. And then you heard his backstory and you saw him with his family and Aww. you saw his past. And then you're like, oh, it just explains so much of who he is and why he is the way he is. And it just made him so much more likable. So, yeah. Which um, related, one of my favorite moments was during the championships and you see Ladarius's older brother watching the stream. Yeah. And then crying because he was, oh my gosh. I, because hopefully he was so proud of Ladarius. But yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. Oh yeah, that was so sweet. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, that moment killed me. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the final episode, the final competition and all that Austin messing it up? Oh my gosh. So one of the bummers of life on the internet is that I did know they were going to win before I saw it on the show. Um, And it was innocuous enough. I saw Monica on Instagram and in her bio it said like 14 times national champion. And in the series they're like, we're 13 times. It'll just be the 14th. And so saw it on Instagram, which was disappointing. Um, So there wasn't a lot of, so because there wasn't the anticipation of that, Austin getting hurt floored me because I was like, they can't win now. Like, Oh my, it was, Oh, and like he gets hurt and it, it wasn't, it could have been much worse, but it was fairly graphic. Um, the way he got hurt and like the sound that his Ooh, body yeah, made when yeah. he like thudded down. Uh-huh. Uh, and I hate watching people get hurt. It, uh, I, I can't, it's difficult. I, I just, I'm not interested in watching people get seriously injured. And so yeah, the suspense of the final episode was absolutely insane to yeah. me. Um, I did not know that was coming at all. And then, but then it made it that much more dramatic when they'd won. Cause I was like, how did they do this? How did they pull it off? I'm so impressed with the guy that they threw in at the last minute, because what was it like? He had 10 minutes to rehearse or something. Yeah. Or something like maybe that. 20 or 30, but like it, regardless, whew, I'm like, um, yeah, my heart rate in, is faster. <laughs> in some ways I feel like the way you watched it, knowing the ending was actually like a little bit more shocking because to me when Austin fell, like, I guess you were probably assuming that the it was going to be perfect yeah. because you knew that they won. Right. Whereas I didn't know. I thought they might lose or whatever. But, I, of course, I didn't know after he fell and, like, got hurt that you could, like, start over and get judged ba- after either. the injury moment. Like, that was very interesting. And generous. Very generous. Yeah. But, I mean, it's kind of nice to not blame it on an injury. But yeah. an injury that resulted, I think, from a mistake. So very interesting. Mm. But... Also, by the way, I forgot about the other injury moment earlier in the... It was, I can't remember whether it was Lexi <gasps> or Morgan. Oh. Sherbs, 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 Sherbs. Which they never I mean, follow up on that. 
I, they really don't. And holy crap, I, this is dark and twisted. But I rewind, rewound that like four times mm-hmm. because I just can't believe that nobody caught her. Right. Like, was there she no just one falls there? from like way up high uh-huh. all the way to the mat. You're like, what? How, Hello? Yeah. Anyone? No? Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, it almost makes me wonder, like, was somebody on a bathroom break? Like, Right, right. Who, That's different than, like, somebody who, like, almost caught her and she fell or somebody that, like, yeah. it was like, it was like there was nobody standing right near where she was supposed to land. Yeah. It was so crazy. I was like, what just happened? Oh, right. my gosh. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't perform in the finals on stage. And I, really? I don't remember. I, but they just don't follow up on it, which is, like, such a weird oversight. Yeah. For an otherwise thorough show. But... I, the finale <clears throat> was also funny to me because someone told me right before I watched the f- no, I guess right after I watched the finale and so I went back and watched the final competition again that like someone told me that it's not like they're actually competing against every college or even every community college. Mm-hmm. Like the level they're in only has one other team. Right. That they beat. Like, I didn't, well, whoa, I didn't know there was only one other. I knew that there I were I think, levels. I'm pretty sure it's only one other. So, That's like, when crazy. she says we won 14 national championships, but then she does say we won, like, five grands or whatever. Mm-hmm. The grand is when you win overall. Oh. Is when you get, like, your score is better than any other school or whoa. something like that. Any other community college, but... Uh, but yeah, it, they made it sound like this is huge national championship, and it's like <laughs> that's not exactly the case. That is funny. I didn't. I I'm not surprised because it was the same way with color guard and winter guard. Like you don't compete against everybody ever. It's just you know there's different levels within for, your level. Yeah, like how experienced you are and how many people you have. But lol, that's I did not know it was only one other team. That's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, any other final thoughts about cheer? Yeah, I don't know if I want another season of it. What? Yeah, I know. So I'm sure it would be just as good. I'm sure it would be just as interesting. And I'm definitely I'm definitely curious to see more like documentaries about cheer. Because like I said, I love performance-based arts and documentaries. Sports. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was just this perfect little unit for what it was like a, just a, what's it called? A short term limited, a limited docu-series. A limited series. Yeah. So I feel like I feel completely satisfied with it. I don't know if I need another. That being said, if there is another, I will watch it. Uh, I would either love a show that would follow Jerry's life or <laughs> another cheer where Monica is the coach. Like uh, as long as Monica is still the coach, I would still watch that. Um, mm-hmm. Or just follow Jerry around everything he does yeah. would also be fine with me. I think he was recently on America's Got Talent. Oh, funny. With one of his other squads. I think like not a school squad, but like a competitive cheer USA or cheer America squad. Oh my gosh. Look at Jerry. Yeah. Well, those are our thoughts on the documentary series cheer mm-hmm. uh we do think it's fun I, I would say we both recommend it as a fun thing to watch but not probably our highest recommendation ever for a show probably not from the shows we'll talk about this season but definitely if you have six hours to kill and you want to see some competition I, it's a good pick 
Yeah. If you're like quarantined or something and you have nothing better to do, (laughs) then it would be a fun show to watch. So we would love to hear your thoughts. Karen, where can they give us their thoughts? Oh my gosh. So you can give us all your thoughts. You can email us at carcakespodcast at gmail.com. K-A-R-K-E-E-G-S podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter at carcakespodcast. And you can reach out to us on Instagram at carcakes. We are going to be pivoting more towards using our Instagram. So you you should look to that first for our updates, but you can still reach out to us on Twitter. We're so modern 2020. We're going to move more towards Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> or we're like six years behind. One of the two. Yeah, it's fine. One of the two. Um, There's no way to yeah, know we'd love, sure. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out. Give us your thoughts. Like and subscribe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm still bad at this part of podcasting. Um, we became those, those podcast hosts. Those people. Uh, Well, it's been fun, and we are excited to bring you more content in Season 4. So thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.